Hey, hey everyone. I have a potentially hot take on the phrase, do no harm. Let's dive on in. Welcome to Here Are My Thoughts, a podcast dedicated to sharing thoughts, opinions, and reactions in the hopes of sparking the same in you. I'm really excited for you to be here. Let's dive on in. Here are my thoughts. Do no harm. That's a phrase that I'm sure many, if not all of us, have heard at some point in our lives. Do no harm. Now, in a lot of ways, I really like this phrase and think it is really positive and a good sort of compass to live our lives by. And it's also a phrase that, especially how I've heard it used recently, that I have tended to disagree with. On the positive side of things, I think the phrase do no harm is a pretty good mantra to live by. The idea that we are going to go out into the world and just try to do right by others and not create additional or just any type of harm, I think is good. I think it's a good metric for the most part for us to kind of strive for. When we go out and let's say we're going for a hike, to be able to, you know, pick up after ourselves and stay on the paths that have already been designated so that we're not, you know, breaking foliage or, you know, messing with animal paths or whatever it might be, picking up after ourselves and the trash that we have left behind so that we're not leaving it for others or for other animals. Recycling and taking care of our oceans and taking care of the nature around us. Being good to our neighbors. That's super important, being good to ourselves. Trying to live a life in which we're not causing harm, I think overall is pretty dang good. It's a simple mantra, but I think it's effective, especially for what it is trying to accomplish. And it's not particularly difficult to try and live a life where we're not causing additional harm to others. It is a mantra that is manageable, is basically what I'm trying to say. Now, on the flip side of things, in recent weeks, I've heard this phrase come up in a more negative context, at least in how it's being used by others and how it is then being interpreted by me and other people that I've had conversations with. To give an example of this, In recent training, specific for anti-racist training at work, I heard this phrase come up a few times by people, and in these instances, all of which were white, where folks were saying how because they didn't want to cause harm, they weren't standing up for other people, they weren't saying things, they weren't intervening when they knew they should have or felt like they should have, but they were so worried or engrossed in this idea that they were going to cause additional harm that it kept them from acting. Now, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I am also the type of person who I would rather do something and potentially cause harm than not do anything and potentially cause harm. Because in the instances, at least when it comes to race, 
and standing up for others who have identities other than me, at least in my experiences and both conversations that I've had and actions that have been taken and trainings that I have done, etc., I would say by and large, people have agreed that doing nothing causes more harm than doing something, even if it maybe wasn't the best option. There really is never going to be a perfect option when it comes to, you know, conversations or actions, especially when it comes around the topic of race, because everybody has different experiences and individual perspectives. So there's never necessarily going to be a right thing to do, a singular right thing to do. But at least in all the experiences and conversations that I've had, doing something even if it is less right and maybe causes some harm, has always been seen as better than just doing nothing. But for a lot of folks in these circles and in these conversations, doing nothing seemed like the better option because they didn't want to cause harm. They really leaned into that do no harm mentality. Now, like I had said, I think that phrase as a mantra for the most part is a pretty good guiding principle but when it comes to this new example I would disagree with that I would say it's actually not a good mantra and even to expand on it a little bit further do no harm can sometimes hold us back and I think that is what is happening in the case of, you know, race and relations and discussions and actions surrounding race. I think this idea of do no harm can definitely hold us back because of this fear of basically perfection and wanting to get it right and everything else. I also think on the even more broader side of things, do no harm could actually harm ourselves. I say this as a massive people pleaser and a massive perfectionist, and somebody who is always trying to get it right. And even in my last episode, I was talking about how you don't have to live your life with the pressure of, you know, leaving a legacy or changing the world. Yet one of the things that were in that like list of you don't have to do that I very much cling to is this idea of having to make somebody proud. Honestly, that's the one that probably even rings the truest for me that I live a good chunk of my life trying to make other people proud and it's always a moving bar and it's always a bar that is set by other people whether it is specifically laid out or implied or just not actually there and I've sort of created it but doing things that make other people proud versus make myself proud has in a lot of ways kept me from doing things. It's kept me from making decisions. It's kept me from maybe pursuing some avenues that maybe I would have liked, but I didn't think would make the other person proud. Similarly, this do no harm, I think can hold ourselves back a little bit. As a people pleaser, as a perfectionist, I have had to learn and I'm still learning that, you know, we're not meant for everybody. I am not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And even though I might try my damnedest to be everything to everyone, that is not possible. That is not realistic. That is not attainable. 
And the more I continue to push and push and push myself to be someone else's ideal, the more likely I am to lose myself in that process. And other people might be in the same boat as me. The more we try to force ourselves onto other people or change ourselves to meet the needs of others, the more we lose ourselves in that process. And this concept of do no harm really plays into that. Because if I am trying to people please all of the time, if I am trying to not cause harm to anyone else, if I am trying to go above and beyond so that nobody is ever offended or upset or concerned or disappointed or anything else, I will, in doing all of those things, lose sight of myself, become burned out, become emotionally, physically, or mentally, or all of them, exhausted. I will not be my best self for anyone, including my own self, if I am constantly trying to not upset anyone, to not harm anyone. Now, I still think that this, for the most part, can be a good guiding principle because I do think that we as individuals should work to be good to one another and to not harm one another and to make decisions and to take responsibility and to be accountable for our actions in a way that addresses any harm or helps to avoid harm that we could be causing to someone else. I do not think you need to wake up each day and say, be damned everyone else. I don't care if I hurt your feelings. I'm just going to live my life the way I want to. That is not the overall message here. The overall message instead is I am going to do my best to be accountable and respectable and joyful and to live my life the best way possible. And if someone disagrees with that, if the way in which my life rolls out, so long as I'm not actually hurting somebody else, well, then I just need to continue and they just need to get over it. That's more of the lesson. Because if you're actually causing harm to somebody, you should really check that behavior. But if you're doing something and maybe this other person disagrees with you, or maybe they're offended in some way because they don't like the way in which you live your life, but you're not actually causing harm to them, I mean, you kind of just need to shrug that off. Because everybody is going to have an opinion. Everyone is going to want to weigh in in the way that you live your life. And yet, at the end of the day, you are the one living it. You are the one that is going to bed and waking up having to face all of the decisions that you have made. And if you make those decisions and you feel good about it, that is amazing. That is sort of like the secret to like life and happiness, that you feel good about your decisions and the way in which you're living your life. And a lot of other people are going to want to tell you what to do and not to do. And you get to choose. You get to choose whether you listen to those voices or not. You might take their advice and maybe it works out great. Or maybe it works out horribly. Or maybe you don't take the advice and maybe it works out great. Or maybe it works out horribly. There are still consequences to our actions. There is still accountability that needs to be done. You are still going to be wrong. You are still going to make mistakes. You are still going to have to apologize if you did something that actually did hurt somebody. All of that is true. All of that is true in addition to 
You get to choose. You get to make the decisions. You are the one that needs to plot your own course and live your own life because nobody can live it for you. And yes, you might make a decision that hurts somebody and that sucks and you got to apologize and maybe be accountable for that. And at the same time, if it is a choice that's better for you and your life, the one that you're leading right now, well, again, you may just have to shrug that off. And of course, there is a difference between truly hurting somebody or just making somebody upset or being able to apologize or do something really bad that you can't actually take it back or apologize for. Of course, there are differences there. So we're not talking about like moral, ethical, really bad choices here. We're talking about all of the nuances in your life that make your life your own. Choosing the path of do no harm all of the time means that you are going to be people-pleasing all of the time. And it means that you are going to be making decisions on behalf of everybody else around you and not taking into account your own life and goals and visions and dreams and expectations and joys and sorrows and experiences that you have already cultivated. Choosing the path of do no harm always means that you, while trying to do no harm to anybody else, might be in fact doing a lot of harm to yourself. So while I do still think that we all should try to do right by ourselves and others, treat other people with respect and dignity, let other people live their lives according to what makes them happy, and maybe we should mind our own damn business in the process and just let them live. I also think that we shouldn't let the phrase do no harm dictate all of our moves and all of our decisions. That sometimes doing nothing is actually going to cause more harm than doing something. Than trying and maybe failing or stumbling or mumbling our way through it. Sometimes doing something is going to be a hell of a lot better than doing nothing. We just have to have enough faith in ourselves to know when and to know the difference. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the podcast. I really hope this conversation sparks something for you and I'm so grateful for you to be here. Be sure to subscribe so that you're notified of future episodes and feel free to share with others. Take care, love yourself, love others, and we will talk again soon.